just proud of you and everything that you're doing. And so we're going to ask you a little bit about some of the things you did and some of the things you experienced while you were at Bible College. Um, why don't you just start out by telling us about Harvest Bible College, what it was like, where, maybe who started the college, and just, just give us a little bit of background. So um, Harvest Bible College is a Bible college in Glasgow, Scotland. Um, so it's quite a ways away, but it's um, a UK-designed college for um, just young adults. It's a little bit of a different design than, of course, like a U.S. four-year college. Um, it's one-year um, one year or two-year programs. Uh, they're all 10-month courses, and it's just it's designed in a different way. It's um, an amazing location. Glasgow, Scotland was definitely a great place to be. Um, it was founded by the Kellys, Robert and Geraldine Kelly. Um, they're missionaries to Scotland. Um, it was founded I at least 20 years ago, um, and it's just been growing ever since. But it's a small-style small college. Um, our My class was uh, 14 students, but that was one of the biggest classes they've ever had, which seems crazy but in all honesty it's probably the best situation ever because you get such a close relationship with students and other students and faculty staff the professors are um, one-on-one basis and you just become a big family so that's that's where bible that's where my bible college is yeah i I suppose that small group setting is that's that's beneficial to be a part of that so um and by the way, if, if anybody, those of you that may be watching here on Facebook, if you have a question for Aubrey and you want to put that down in the comments, you can do that, and we'll do our best to answer those questions. Okay, Aubrey, so for those who don't know the story, um, why don't you just give us a brief synopsis about how that you ended up at college in Scotland as opposed to here locally? All right, so I was going to the University of Tulsa. Um, I graduated high school last year, fresh out of high school, and I had this dream to go to um, a big university. Um, so I was set to go to TU. I had everything planned out. I had my roommate, everything, and I was leaving in two weeks, two, three weeks, and went to North um, North American Youth Congress, and I was in a service, and God spoke to me and just changed my direction. And so in that in that service, I decided to go to Harvest Bible College instead, which I really didn't know much about Harvest Bible College at that point. I didn't even know much about Scotland. I had to look everything up on Google because I didn't, I wasn't really interested in going. I hadn't thought about it, but um, I connected with an alumni that I knew um, that had told me some about the Bible College, and she started making phone calls, and about 4 o'clock that morning, I um, got the last spot to Harvest Bible College um, for this past year, and um, it was definitely a God thing. And so that started just a whirlwind of um, getting a visa, which usually takes several, several months, and um, getting a flight and just closing down all of the many things I had to close down at TU and just scrambling and about two days before I flew out, I got my visa and I flew to Scotland in, in about three weeks after I decided. So it's definitely a, definitely an experience. Yeah, I, I think I remember, I don't know if it was the same morning that you figured out at four o'clock in the morning, I think you called us the next morning or I don't know if it's the same morning, but I know you called us pretty early because we were still asleep when you called us and <laughs> shared that. No, but that was exciting. And and definitely a God thing that, that made that happen. So 
you said they have a one-year or two-year program. And so how long were you there? How long have you been? So I was supposed to be there for 10 months. Um, it, it, they're 10-month um, courses. It's like a a more intense course. So it's relatively about two year, two to three years of, um, like if you were to go, were to go to a four year Bible college, it's about two to three years of information and, um, experience in, in a 10 month course. So both years are 10 month courses, but, um, you can go one year and get a certificate, um, rather than you, you don't have to go to both years. Yeah. I see. Okay. So, um, I suppose, with that kind of a schedule or with those, that kind of studies, your days were a little bit uh, busy. What, if if there is such thing, was there was there a typical day or a normal day? What what did a normal day look like for you, Aubrey, when you were in school? So um, my Tuesdays through Fridays were pretty um, scheduled. Um, Mondays were our break day, which is great about Scotland. For some reason, they love Mondays, so they they give most businesses breaks and um but Tuesdays through Fridays were my main classes main days and I would um get up really early in the morning and pray I had a class starting from eight o'clock um we had classes we we would have a core class at the, the our first class and then um every one to two weeks a guest teacher would come in and we would have two hours of them afterwards and a couple more um, classes, and then we would have lunch. And after lunch, we would have two-hour-long major classes. And on Tuesdays, um, our last class slot, we had um, student-led prayer. And then on Fridays, in our last class slot, we had um, student-led chapel. So that was our format. That's neat. So tell, tell us about... The kind of food you ate in Scotland. So Scotland, um, I, I already heard what you said earlier about it, but uh, yeah. you can tell everybody else what you said. Scotland about it. is a beautiful place, and but there are some foods in Scotland that's known to not be the greatest. But actually, um, living in Glasgow, which is the biggest area um, in Scotland, it's the biggest city. It's um, not the capital, but it, but it is the biggest city. It, it was a lot of culture. Um, just combined in an area, I could walk any direction and get any food I wanted. But um, definitely, if we're talking about Scottish food, I would I love their breakfasts. But um, other than that, they do have great coffee. Um, there's a coffee shop on every corner, probably two coffee shops on every corner, which is great because I love coffee. But food, um, the breakfasts were really good, yeah. So no, so no fried potatoes, steak and potatoes. The fried potato, yeah. Oh, well, there is a fried Mars bar, and a fried Mars bar is kind of like a Twinkie or a um, Snickers, and they deep fry it. That's pretty good. That's that's a Scottish thing. That's pretty good. So maybe you could think about this, but anything funny or exciting or unusual happened to you while you were there? Anything that you can share? Well, I um, off the top of my head, I do have an instance um, <laughs> where I um, it, it isn't necessarily funny. It wasn't necessarily funny in the moment, but definitely looking back, it is something to laugh on. Um, we went to a neighbor neighboring city, um, Edinburgh, um, for a friend's birthday, and um, I we decided to climb up this mountain. It's not a very big mountain. It's called Arthur's Seat, but um, 
Uh, we, what was the name of that? Arthur's Seat. It's it, it's kind of it's not really a mountain, but it's it's pretty it's pretty neat. And we were climbing up, and I decided, well, my foot decided to roll all the way down the mountain. So it, it did. I didn't roll really far. That's an exaggeration, but I definitely it was one to remember. And I was known as the klutz for the rest of the year, and I still am known as the klutz. And they don't even trust me on anything, any hikes or anything now. So. That's definitely an experience I'll never forget. Neat, neat. I just had a word picture of your foot rolling down. The it was just my foot. I understand. Not the rest, not the rest <laughs> of me, just my foot. Just yeah. your foot. Okay, so you were talking about classes. Um, what were some of your classes that you took? What maybe your favorite class or classes that you took? So I had many, we have many classes um, because it's so um, combined. Um, every one to two weeks, like I said earlier, we had a new guest teacher come in p- teaching a new new class. So um, some, of, some of the classes, we had core biblical doctrine, we had um, Bible geography. But my favorite classes, I have two favorite classes, and one was in first term, and it was Brother Jason Hefner, who's an Okie. Um, he um, taught Acts class, and that was one of my favorite classes. I absolutely loved Acts class. We got to go very exegetical style, just delving deep into scripture, and it was it was really interesting, but my other favorite class is definitely End Time Prophecy with Brother Wyatt, who's a pastor in Paseo, Paseo District, and it was just so awesome, because honestly, End Time Prophecy is one of it was going into Bible college, and still, I'm, like, dumbfounded by it, and most people are, and so it was just a very interesting class, and he's just an amazing teacher, so. Yes, Brother Wyatt is a great man, and he and I are both from Oklahoma City, so he's, and, uh, well, that's great. So let's let's change the direction here, and maybe maybe you can talk about something you, maybe something you struggled with. What was one, what was a struggle or something that was hard about yeah, definitely living in a different country is um, hard, um, especially coming right out of high school. It was definitely a, a shock to just be completely independent, but I guess um, just learning the culture and being financially, um, just you have to walk by faith because as it, as a religious worker, we're on religious visas and we're not allowed to work um, there. We're not allowed to gain money there um through labor and so it's very difficult to you either have to raise the money beforehand or just live by faith and pray that the money comes to you and that the second option was definitely um my choice because I didn't as you know like I was a very last minute thing so I couldn't prepare for it and so just um living by faith and just financially that was definitely the hardest that's neat and you get to see the hand of the Lord. You get to see the provision of the Lord through those times. I think we have an online question. Vanessa Hansen wants, wants you to tell us about the most beautiful thing that you saw while you were there. The most beautiful thing that I saw. Well, Scotland is just, it's beautiful. It's just a beautiful country. And um, aside, like, I could go on and on and on about the services and how beautiful, like, just seeing the multicultural um, just emphasis there. Um, if I were to talk about the scenery, I definitely, I can go on and on and on. Just going up to hikes and looking out and seeing 
um, just rolls of rolls of hills and just it's a very very beautiful country very beautiful country but um i just the services were absolutely amazing and i think that was one of the most beautiful things to just see um the different styles of music that we played and just the children all of the children would come in packs and they would dance up the altar every song that came on and just the liveliness of it is definitely the most beautiful thing yeah so, so the worship services, the church services that you were a part of, were they, were they a lot different than they are here, like here in America, or were they, were there some similarities? There, there are definitely some similarities. Um, I think I was in Glasgow Church. Obviously, um, the Bible College is actually sits on top of the church in Glasgow, and um, so it run by. Um, there were a lot of American people that came in, um, just missionaries, and the Kellys are um, from America, and then there's some Canadian influence. So I definitely think that had an impact. I know when I went out to different um, churches, it was definitely a lot different. But um, some of the differences where there was lots of dancing, um, just even, and it sounds surprising because we're a like, lively bunch, but there's it was just it's hard to explain just the um the the liveliness of it and it was definitely an adjustment but um i would say for the most part it is relatively similar in the sense that we we serve the same god so we're all pretty lively um but there were some services that i went to in different parts um of scotland and just um when i just traveled um I could see um, just a lot of, not within um, people that I had been in church for a very, very long time, but if visitors came in, they were um, very, very just, um, I would say, reserved because it's just kind of a cultural thing. But I definitely, it definitely does um, have differences in the church style, yeah. Yeah, I think that culture plays a big part in that, I'm sure. So, um so you mentioned going to other places. Did you get to travel very much when you were there? Where all where all did you get to go? Yeah, I um so in about a month after I got there, um uh, five of us girls we um traveled to Ireland to help out um two different cities. We went to Dundalk and then we went to Dublin, Ireland and we got to um do prayer walks and help out with the services and um, just help out with the youth there, and that was definitely a great experience, um, just getting to do missions work, and then um, in November, um, I I was allowed to attend the European Youth Conference in um, France, so um, that was interesting, that was very interesting, and it was definitely cool to be in a conference where they were just speaking French, and they had to have an English interpreter, which is Definitely just different for me, but, um, so I went there, and I was... Was that in Paris? That was, that was, um, right outside of Paris, but, um, we definitely, it was just right out in the outskirts of Paris, but I did get to go into Paris, um, do some sightseeing, but, um, and then we were planning on going, um, to Sweden for our prayer trip, our European prayer trip, and we were going to go to Stockholm, but... Obviously, with just the situation, we were we were allowed to do that. So, do we have any more questions online yet? We have one more um, 
Sue and Fred Longhorn, Lawhorn want to know how many U.S. Student, students were there. So this was actually um, a different class than most years. Most years, there's um, honestly less U.S. students than around the uh, students from around the world. But this year, there was quite a number of U.S. students. Um, out of there was fourteen, which was a, a large class, and um, there were only three. Actually, four. Um, there were three UK students. Um, one of the students was born in Spain. One of the students was um, from Vienna, Austria, and one of the students has been in the UK in England um, for her whole life. And then we had one Canadian student, but the rest of us, um, ten of us, were US students. Yeah. So that's the majority, obviously. Yeah. So, what would be? Do you have some direction? I mean, do you know what your next step is going to be? I, I think you and I have talked a little bit in the past. So if, if that's something that you can share with us, what's your next step? Yeah. Um, so right now I definitely do want to go back to Harvest Bible College for second year. Um, that just depends on if I'm allowed to go, but that's definitely my next direction is to go back um, for second year and attend. And then after that, I have I have no idea. <laughs> That's a lot. That's the way it works. A lot of times is just just one step at a time. But anyway, so let me ask you this then: What would you say would be has been your biggest takeaway, or what's been the most impacting thing for you about being at Harvest Bible College? I I would definitely say um, that there's so much more that you can learn, um, no matter what stage you are in your walk with God, and just academically. Just to be honest, um, there's always, always something more to learn. And going there, um, I definitely did not feel like I had, I knew that much. But I didn't realize how little I knew until I got there. And that's just my biggest takeaway is I don't ever want to stop learning. And um, just I don't want to ever stop not only learning in academics and just about the Bible, but just about different cultures and different people and um, I, I do. We are definitely um, working with people in ministry. So, um, just learning that there are different personalities and just how to interact with people—that was definitely my biggest takeaway. Yeah. So, how would you say that this has Im- impacted you spiritually? I definitely have grown. I feel. I feel like I've grown a lot spiritually. Um, and even if I haven't grown a lot spiritually. It has definitely made me more spiritually aware. So um, going to college, a lot of Bible college, a lot of people think that you'll um, become stronger no matter what. Um, but we, any person is um, susceptible to just fall. But the difference is that we're more vulnerable and aware of like it's it's like I guess I feel more guilty if I fall, uh, whereas before I just it. I could have fallen out of ignorance, but now I know what I know, and if I fall, or if I just, if I grow, or if I fall, whatever I do, I know what I, I don't have an excuse anymore. I, I, I would say that's what it is. That's, that's great. That's great. Any any more online? Nikki Teague wants to know if there's a person that maybe impacted you or influenced you the most from Scotland. Um, I would... It's so hard because I the Kellys are amazing, um, the Hefners are amazing, um, just all of the staff honestly has impacted me.
but um, I would definitely say um, Brother Jason has impacted me as a teacher. Just he just built relationships with us, and um, but I I couldn't even I couldn't even exclude the staff members, just all of them, because they definitely we grew so close, and um, that all of them were definitely a big part of my life and they definitely influenced me um, and showed me how to be a better person and just became my family. So, yeah, just just the, the staff in general, yeah. That's pretty fair. That's fair. <laughs> no, that's great. Any, any more? Go ahead. You could, you could have said Morgan Price because she just asked a question, but sorry you missed out on that one. <laughs> she wants to know um, about a chapel service that influenced you. Oh, a chapel service. Um, there were so many that um, really impacted me. I would say one that stood out to me was 3030. It was um, 30 ministers under the age of 30, and it was um, a UK um, service and, well, just series of services where they were trying to, um, they, they wanted people to come in and just encourage people to get their ministerial license. It's definitely just like blowout services. But I would say the best service was the very last service. And um, the we found out we were being sent home um, on a Thursday, and Friday's our chapel service. And so we just dropped everything. Usually we have students speak, but we had Brother Jason speak as our, our dean and our vice principal. And it... It was just very impactful, and it actually went along with your our first service back in our building. He talked about, don't forget your Bethel, and so it definitely impacted me in a way that I'll never forget, um, because at that time, we were all just like, we were all just overwhelmed, and we would just look at each other and cry, but um, he told us, he said, the different places that you have been in your life and just the different areas that you have been and the the moments in Bible college where it really God really worked on you don't ever forget that when you're back home don't ever let that go and that was definitely my favorite chapel service of all yeah that's wonderful that's wonderful impacting times any any more questions okay so I'll I'll ask one more question here or ask you to do one more thing and if if you could just leave a word if you could say anything to to high school seniors or people getting ready to graduate in the next year or two if you could leave a word for them what would you what would you what would your advice be to them I would just say um you never know what you're going to do and um as a high school senior I thought I'd set the bar high and I wanted to go to the best college ever or the biggest college ever and I definitely did not want to do anything that um that was like just the norm the stereotype I've always wanted to do something out of the norm but um I thought just going to a big college would do that and um I definitely am not going to say go to HBC um even if God doesn't want you to but just before you make your big decisions, um, 
don't settle for something that's comfortable if that's not God's will. And just find out what God's will is because if he is sending you, he has already equipped you. And that is the main thing is um, sometimes God will say, do this or um, go there. And we're like, whoa, I can't do that. But he's already looked down the line, seen that he was going to say that. And before that, he equipped us. He put the people in our lives that needed to be there. And so I would just say don't underestimate yourself and don't um don't just sell yourself short of your potential because many you have a lot more potential than you think you do and um you can do a lot more things than you think you can do and that's where god comes in because we have such a limited vision and that's why god doesn't tell us when what the things he doesn't tell us because we would just absolutely fall over if he did but just know that God knows a lot more than you do, and so just trust in him. And even if it's as crazy as leaving your home and going to Scotland, just do it because God will provide. That's great. That's great. We are we're definitely proud of you, Aubrey. I know your mom and dad are proud of you, and your family is too, and we're excited to see what, see what the future holds for you and where the Lord takes you and what he does for you. But uh, we're definitely excited for you, and we're supporting you 100% behind you. But uh, it's been great talking to you, and I appreciate you taking some time. I know this is finals week, and you're trying to wrap up all your papers and get all everything turned in before this week's over. So we appreciate you taking some time and, and doing this interview. And uh, I hope you enjoy it. I hope everybody watching enjoyed this. And, uh, and I hope you can join us tomorrow night for our midweek service. So God bless you. I hope each and every one of you have a great rest of the evening. And uh, any more questions we need to ask before we sign off? Last minute. All right. So. God bless you. Hope you all have a great evening.